Welcome to the HR Matters Podcast. HR Matters because people matter. The place where you can listen to fresh ideas about working together with news and topics that really matter and insights into the changes you can make in your organization today. For anyone who has a keen investment in the people within their organization. Featuring Marjolein Fluff. Hey, hello. Myself, Lisa Dempsey. And today we have a very special guest back with us. Shay Hardy is back with us. Hi, Hi Shay. Hi. It's good to be back. Happy to, to have you. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're really happy to have you back. We, and we're so excited to have you join us for this conversation. Um, you know, we're, we're recording this in the middle of this COVID-19, uh, you know, crisis, pandemic, lockdown, whatever, whatever label you want to put upon it. But our day-to-day lives have been tremendously disturbed. <laughs> and we're noticing the, the impact that it has on people and, and work. Right. And it, it's had a huge impact on work. So we wanted to explore that as, as a topic. Yeah, the first thing we thought was, oh, this is a topic we want to get Jay back in for. <laughs> I thought she's available, and yes, she was. <laughs> so I'm really happy to have you here. Thanks. Yeah, there's, the, the, there's, there's so much going on right now and so much changing in the world of work. Um, and what we've been seeing, Lisa and I were um, following a Facebook. Well, Lisa posted on Facebook uh, in, a, in, a, in a family group and got loads of comments from people sharing their experience with with how their lives have changed right now around work and family and their home situations. And that brought us to how organizations are dealing with this, how much, how much their information they have around this. And then you brought in some very interesting perspectives as well, Shay. But wait a minute, before we continue, um, there could be some people that haven't heard previous episodes with you. Shay used to be our co-anchor on this show. Um, could you introduce yourself a bit? For oh. Who doesn't know you yet? Because we do, but. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I didn't even think of that. You're right. <laughs> I, just, I just thought of that. There may be people who don't know you yet. What? Exactly. <laughs> so you are. need to catch up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, I I run a social enterprise called Empowerment, and we provide coaching and workshops and trainings for organizations as part of their professional development, redundancy programs, or even um, cultural uh, cultural change programs. And on top of that, the what we do at Empowerment is 15% of our revenues go back to our social enterprise, which is Empower Amsterdam. And there we provide free coaching for unemployed international professionals who are living in the Netherlands. And on top of all of that, I also run a uh, women in tech um, conference a yearly conference in Amsterdam called the Wit Regatta. I think that's, that's enough a lot about of work. Me. That's a lot of little <laughs> things to do. Yeah. So, so how has how has your work situation in your life situation changed? Well, you have to see right now we're in I think we're approaching this is the beginning or we're in the in the midst of week five in the Netherlands of uh of the what do you want to call it? Social distancing. Mm-hmm. And the first couple of weeks, it was a bit of a struggle because I do work for myself. 
and my husband is now home and and at first you know he was really supportive and he's like we're in it together you and me we're in it together <laughs> both, working. <laughs> both working from home um and of course we had to we had to kind of play around with it who's going to work upstairs who's going to work downstairs when are you going to get to work i'll i'll do the afternoons and now we're we're finally getting into a rhythm where we check in right at the beginning of the day like what are your what are your calls like what do you need to be and mm -hmm. and okay this is what i need to do and i have to be in a private area for this call um it was a bit of a challenge also for me um I think the first week I barely got, I barely did anything. I felt like a slug. I was like, what do I do? How do I manage? And, and, and how do I run my business? Luckily I, I have a business partner who was also going through the same thing. So I was able to go through it with, with her and mm -hmm. we just kind of had a brainstorm. Like we're just going to put everything online. We'll move everything online. And, and, and it's funny because now we're like, why didn't we do that so many years ago? <laughs> we yeah. could have done this a long time ago, but you know, situations kind of uh, push for new ideas or, you know, it's what might seem like an obvious idea. Yeah. Well, I love it. There's, there's been a meme running around that, you know, what was the source of your, the digital transformation in your company, the CEO, the CTO, or COVID-19? I, <laughs> I think that's the case, you know, the digital transformation is really being stimulated by this. Everyone's being forced down that road and right. trying to figure out, okay, how do we go fully digital? Who's the sponsor right. for this project? Well, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But I think it's so true, and I, I think it, you know, a lot of companies and, and organizations, no matter their, their shape or size, are, are facing really similar things. You know, the, first of all, all of our structures and routines were ripped out completely. So work structure, work routine, poof, gone. Routine with kids gone yeah, right. daily routines, weeks weekdays and weekends <laughs> yeah 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 i know for me you know every day felt the same distinguishing between you know a weekday and a weekend was impossible and i was constantly waking up looking at my calendar going what day is it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who am i where am i what's going on <laughs> but i think it you know it really speaks to the 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 value and the importance of having those regular routines and structures and schedules. And mm -hmm. I think what you said as well, Shay, is, is really points to, you know, the first couple of weeks were really exhausting. And I think a lot of people, yeah. even if you weren't in full crisis mode, even if you, you weren't sick, you didn't have sick family members, you didn't have something tragic unfolding in your life. It was exhausting just from that constant mm -hmm. experimentation, you right. know, trying to figure out Okay, so what do we do now that all of our day-to-day -day routine has just been thrown out the window? Yep. Renegotiating everything, processing a lot of information, uh, being on alert the whole time because there's new information coming in, because there's this feeling of, of, um, of danger or unsafety or risk going on. Uh, that was a lot on the brain. Yeah, I, I definitely had to adjust my way of thinking. That that was a, a big thing, thinking of what normal is. Like, well, this is how we always did it. So we'll trying to fit 
the current situation into what we used to do was a was the wrong approach. I realized quite quickly in the beginning we had to think of a new way of working, a new way of being, a new way of homeschooling. Something, yeah, that was brand new. We call it homeschooling because it's <laughs> caring for your kids in times of crisis and trying to get them to learn something as well. Yeah, yeah. I was reading a, an article or, or or a post by someone that said that parents need to stop saying that they're homeschooling. They're not. They're, it's a crisis schooling. It's crisis uh, yeah. crisis management. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not actually teaching my kid anything. I'm just maintaining yeah. what he knows and trying to add a little bit something new to it. <laughs> yeah, doing what you can. And, and the same goes for working from home. It's not working from home in the way that we used to work from home or try to work from home. Um, it's very different. And I think that's what, what organizations have been dealing with completely you know uh, new situations as well and that's a lot to to figure out to come to terms with um, like you said you, you think you can go back to you, you can look at the structures that you normally use but it's it's all different it's all new um, and what I've been seeing is that the experiences are so different like with what you're describing shay you're working from home and you're you know with your i love what you that your husband said okay we're in this together and um <laughs> i think the same goes for for employers and employees as well you're in this together it's not a one-way street it's not a one-way giving and taking and it's different for for lisa it's different for me and there's so many new varieties and so many new categories of experience out there that right. are dealing with and that people are are working on combining their work life and their and their home situation with there's single people there's couples there's people with young children with school children with older children with teenagers who are just really hard to contain and keep <laughs> inside the house if you want to try there's there's all kinds of additional issues like if you if you have autistic kids or if you have elderly people that need care and and how to figure that out everything needs to be renegotiated renegotiated right now and 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 reshuffled i think yeah, it does there are a lot of individual journeys out there and i think mm -hmm. the what I find really interesting in, in the, the sphere of work is it, it's kind of that double-edged sword of suddenly all of the individual differences are under this microscope. You know, suddenly right. the different home situation has this knock-on effect in a lot of different ways. And so it sometimes, you know, homeschooling interferes with your ability to participate in meetings at the same yeah. time as everybody else or right. whatever it may be. It, you know, suddenly there are all of these individual needs that are under a magnifying glass. And yet, you know, the, the common factor is we're all humans in this together, trying the best way we can to try mm. to figure it out. Mm, right. Um, and so it isn't about necessarily focusing on just what are all of the differences, but rather what are we trying to do together and how can we do this together yeah. in the best way possible in this new combination of factors 
for yeah. everyone. Yeah. And the, it's really interesting. The people that I see being able to kind of embrace that perspective, they're mm-hmm. loving some of it because they're now suddenly seeing their colleagues in a really different way. They're seeing them as actual human beings. They're like, <laughs> oh, that suit in the office that I used to work with, you know, that, that person <laughs> put on the corporate armor every single day and had some really very specific ideas about who they were. (gasps) They're actually a human being. They have kids at home. They have, you know, suddenly it's this very human experience of, (gasps) wow. And it, you know, it can become a really connecting factor, but I think it requires some really specific intentionality about the lens through which you look. You can look at all of the differences as, oh my gosh, it's a huge pain in the butt because we can't all meet at the same time or we can't do things together in the way that we used to, right? the way it used to be. Or it can be the lens of, we're all different and we all have these, you know, beautiful home situations that are really unique and, and beautiful and amazing in their own way. And it's, it's really interesting to see your, the people you work with, your colleagues, your boss, your whatever, through this very different lens that's much more human. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, and, and what I would be really happy to see uh, in HR and in, in leadership, in, in management roles in managers, is the curiosity to find out what those experiences are. Um, yeah. Because there are so many differences that you haven't realized before. The start is, is realizing that there are so many different experiences right now and that you're, you have the chance to get to know people better and to get their, their home situation and to, to know more about that, to also be curious about that and find out what's going on. The, the diversity of what people need right now, what's going on is huge. And just realizing that that difference is out there, uh, I think, is a, is a big step. I see that in, uh, in in some HR people who are younger and who are very much focused on their own experience right. uh, of maybe a, a, a couple or a, a single person that is facing unlimited work time potentially and needs to to set boundaries. That is very different from people who are living through a situation where suddenly all the kids are home and one of them is really young and they, they all need different types of, of care and i see that and i just read an article on a company website that said well if you're if you're a bit nervous about this new video calling invite your dog or your or your kid in the background and <laughs> less nervous because people will see you for this really human being that you are which is a great idea but it's a really bad idea for me to invite my kids in the background. <laughs> <'cause they're> extremely, <laughs> they'll, they'll interrupt the conversation the whole time. That's not going to make me less nervous. So, <laughs> that can be a really good idea in that particular situation for you when you're writing the blog. But do realize yeah. that for other people that is hugely different. I know Lisa has her dogs around and sometimes they flap their tail and it sounds lovely. Um, but, um, but for other people, that doesn't work at all. Uh, and just realizing that those experiences are so diverse right now, I think that is, that is a great first step to base your advice on, to base your decisions on 
and to, um, to to figure out what to do next and how to set up the new structure. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I love what you say about the curiosity of just really getting curious about, so what do people need? I think my observation has been the, the organizations that went out and immediately just said, boom, all right, everybody's working from home, but it's business as usual, everyone. They're the ones who struggled the most with trying to adapt, with trying to find the agility to, to really actually be effective. And it, you know, it, it's not necessarily about productivity of, of working the same number of hours. You know, I think there's also been a huge misconception of, well, you have more time available to you now because now you're not commuting to and from the <laughs> office. <laughs> well, okay, yes, so physically you're not moving from A to B, but there are all of these other things that have come into view, you know, homeschooling, caring for people, just really having to reorganize everything that previously had a different structure, had a different container and trying to figure it out. And that takes a tremendous amount of time and energy. So recognizing that, you know what, actually, yes, business can continue, but it is not business as usual. And there needs to be the time and the space to ask those really important questions, to genuinely get curious and say, hey, what's going on for you? And what do you need? What is helpful? What is useful? What would help you be as effective as you possibly can in this situation? And I think that kind of open dialogue is so needed right now. I I would say in day-to-day business, it's needed all of the time, but particularly now while we are all on this learning curve. yeah. Yeah, and all going through these different experiments of, okay, so I'll try this. Does this work? No, 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 no. My kids on Zoom, my kids in the room. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so if it's not that, then well. exactly. So if it's not that, then what's, you know, experiment B? <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. I think we also need to realize that um, maybe the 40-hour work week isn't the optimal uh, formula mm, right. anymore. Um, I know for one subject. Some- yeah, for some, for a lot of people, they are finding a way to get all their work done in about four hours because that's all the time they have. <laughs> four to six hours, that's about all the time that they have. And they, they try to, they're able to manage that. I know other people are not. But the idea that you have to work between nine and five is a very dated way of thinking. Right. And there are people now managing their time. Like, like me, for instance, I wake up at 5.30. I do some work before 9.30. So that's four hours. My husband gets on his call. He does what he has to do. And then uh, we break up the afternoon again with who, what, depending on the schedule. But we're fitting in our time, just not in the, in the manner of, not in the time span of nine to five. And anything, of, you know, it's not perfect because we end up having to use the weekends because it's Corona <laughs> and that's what's happening. But um, the concept that companies are still trying to force an old construct of working is just so dated. It's just so, you know, look around. Things have yeah. changed. Yeah, and it's interesting sure. to then, you know, if, if they want to, figure out what to do instead uh i think it's interesting to look at what you want to achieve 
and I'm betting that what you want to achieve is not to follow the rules for the sake of the rules, but something else. It's uh, increasing productivity. It's um, getting more innovative because you need to find new ways to to run your business in these times. Yeah. How can you optimize the people in your organization? To and stop trying to force them to do the eight hours. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The eight hours is not the point. I think this is the ultimate exercise in a testing is your organizational culture one of command and control. Mm-hmm. So you know, <laughs> there's going to be one person who's going to bark a bunch of orders and everybody's going to run out and try and scurry and do it. And it has to be done in this very airtight container. Yep. For Cringing. the sake of that one person's ideas and ego. Yeah. Or are you working towards something else? Yeah. Is there innovation? Is there agility? Are you able to, you know, are you on a continuous learning curve? Flexibility. Able, yeah. Are you able to adapt and and change quickly and effectively? I think this is kind of the ultimate reflection yeah. of, okay, what is your organizational culture? What are the management styles? Mm-hmm. What's going on? And And I'm so hopeful that there will be so much learning that will come out of that. You know, that that people will realize, oh yeah, wait a minute, maybe we we thought that we were innovative and we were being super agile because we had scrum meetings and this and that, but actually it wasn't as agile as we thought, you know, Mm. it was more command and control, was more black and white. Yeah, 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 or that was still in the background and and having a huge impact. Yeah, and how do we want to be going forward? You know, what are, what are the lessons that we're learning now that we want to take forward? And what are the things that we want to change, not just right now for the pandemic, but for the, future. the future? Yeah, I agree. Shay, what are, what, what's one of the things that you're hoping uh, organizations will, will take forward and, and learn and get intentional about? What I'm really hoping for is that we find a new way of working that no one's ever thought of before. Mm, cool. That it takes into account how different people are, the way they work. I'm a morning person. My husband's a night person. And he should be able to work in a way that fits who he is and also fits the fact that he's a dad and he, you know, and I, I'm self-employed. Um, that's what I'm hoping that organizations stop trying to make everything a one size fits all. And I'm excited to see who's going to come up with the new way. Like, mm. what's that new, fantastic, innovative way of working? Yeah. That, what's the thing we've not thought of before? Exactly. Yeah. What's the thing we haven't thought of before? That's what. That's what I'm mm-hmm. hoping for. What about you, Marilyn? Well, it sort of touches on what Chase said. That this, there's lots of differences in experiences also for you know people who are uh, early birds and night owls uh different family backgrounds different you know there's so many differences right uh that are coming to the fore right now in what people need and what works for them to do their best and do the best work and um what i'm hoping is that because i do see that this will be going on a bit longer that it will also bring forth the question of how how hard do we need to work? How much energy needs to go in and be left for me as a person? Because there's so much stress. 
um, the bar has been so high for so long and right. that has been putting people, putting so many people in a squeeze for, right. for the past years. And it's, it's quicking and falling apart and people are protesting in all kinds of professions saying, oh, we have too much stress and we need more salary and less, you know, less work. Right. And then lots of people have been saying that individually, but it's not really dropped yet that that's a, a shared experience. And right now, because all of the structures are being re renegotiated, all the all the schedules and all the ways of working, how much stress and and energy do, do you need to put in uh, for this to be a marathon, a long term viable and yeah. a fair sustainable? Situation? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, what will really make work sustainable? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if that's not forty hours a week or more if that's not nine to five, if it's something else to get the excessive stress levels down, um, then this is a great opportunity to renegotiate that and think, okay, well, I'm going to quit at five and start making dinner because that's going to keep my stress level down because the <laughs> kid's not going to be hangry. I'm not going to be hangry. And, <laughs> and I'll have the evening to myself because they're in bed earlier. Um, if you know if that is if that works better to keep everyone's stress levels down then let's put that into the new structure yeah um, the same is for you Shay. if you want to start at 5 30 because that works for you and and you know yeah that's something i look forward to yeah get everyone's stress level to acceptable uh levels again instead of way too high that it's been for a while yeah yeah and what i what i'm hopeful people will continue doing and Hopefully, if the skill hasn't already been developed, people are using this opportunity to develop it. And that is really ask for what you need. You know, really be aware of what it is that you need to be most, most effective, to be, yeah. you know, it's not about number of hours, but it's about productivity. It's about mm -hmm. be, being meaningful in your work, being the best that you can be, not perfect but the best that you can be and really asking for what you need to support yeah. that. And I hope those conversations are happening now because mm -hmm. of necessity. Yeah, and right. I genuinely hope that they will continue into the future. Cause I think it's really, it makes such a big difference in how we experience work and whether or not it becomes that sustainable workplace where you can both give energy and you get energy back from it. Yes. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, me too. Get some practice in now and keep it going. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how it goes. Yes. <laughs> and we really would love to hear from you guys and hear what, what is going on for you in the workplace now. What are you learning? Um, there might be some really interesting topics for future podcasts. Uh, so thanks everyone for listening. You can of course listen directly online. It's really easy to find us and subscribe on Apple, Google, Spotify, all of the major podcast outlets. And make sure that you do subscribe so that you're the first to learn about our latest episodes. We'd also really love it if you give us a rating and review. We want to hear your feedback as well as your topic requests. We want to know what's on your mind in the workplace. Let yep. us know. That's it for now. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.